KWCOFM HD1 Chickasha. It's time for news. Fair and 79. Good morning. George Plummer in with Cool 105.5 News. Today, Wednesday, August 2nd. News brought to you by Severe Funeral Home, Chickasha and Tuttle, the Chickasha Vision Center, and the First National Bank and Trust. Our weather forecast, another hot day. We'll have afternoon highs about 104 right on through Saturday. Heat index values next couple days, again, up around 110. So heat advisories in effect for this afternoon and tomorrow afternoon and evening. Results of the autopsy of Athena Brownfield have been released. The story coming up in today's cool news. Severe Funeral Home has been helping Grady County families for more than 80 years. And now, a fourth generation of the Severe family, Austin Kyle, the grandson of Larry Severe, is proud to continue that tradition. Family and friends provide great support and comfort to help you through your loss. Ask about making advanced funeral arrangements, which can minimize the pain during your family's time of need. Visit their website for more information about funeral planning, severefuneralhome.com, or stop by either Severe Funeral Home location in Chickasha or Tuttle. An autopsy conducted by the state medical examiner's office indicates that Athena Brownfield died from pneumonia and malnutrition. Athena was the four-year-old Soro girl who was first reported missing in January and whose body was found buried in the Agawam area about a week later. Athena was reported missing after her five-year-old sister was found wandering in the streets of Surreal by a mail carrier. Shortly after being reported missing, the children's caretakers, Alicia Adams and Ivan Adams, were both arrested. Ivan on charges of murder and child neglect, and Alicia on two counts of child neglect. Both have preliminary hearings set to August, October 4th in Caddo County District Court in Anadarko. The Grady County Courthouse will be reopening this morning. The courthouse was shut down Monday after a water line with the building's large air conditioning unit ruptured and flooded a couple of offices. County Commissioner Kirk Painter said contractors were quick to respond to make repairs and managed to finish the work earlier than anticipated. He said the county has an annual contract with Streets LLC, an Oklahoma City company that's a commercial plumbing and mechanical needs firm. He said crews were on site within an hour of being called Monday morning. Now, the estimated cost of repair is not immediately available. And Painter said there is some water damage in Judge Gina Lowe's courtroom on the second floor, as well as in Assessor Barry Firestone's office on the first floor. The courthouse will be opening for business as usual at 8 o'clock this morning. We're coming up on four minutes after 7 o'clock. More cool news coming right up. When you think of your eyes, think Chickasha Vision Center and come see us. Are your glasses not working? Are your contacts too old? Can't drive at night because of glare? Just started to need reading glasses? Whatever your vision needs, come see us at Chickasha Vision Center. Call 405-592-3937 or visit us online at ChickashaVision.com. We look forward to seeing you. USAO's new president spent her first official day on campus with the university's senior leadership team discussing the start of school, which is just a few weeks away, as well as writing thank you notes to donors. Kayla Hale takes the reins from longtime President John Fever, who recently retired. Hale previously served as the vice president for the University of Tulsa. 
Hale's been in Chickasha several times the last few weeks, getting familiar with her new digs, and she's looking forward to getting the university more involved in the area. I'm making appointments um, to go see faculty members, to see staff members, and I'm strategizing one-on-one -on -one with a lot of our leaders, too, to see what we can do um, to partner with our community. What are the needs that our business community has that we can meet? How can we be creative? Uh, and how can the university be used to attract more business uh, and, in town? And she also plans to open the president's home on campus to be used as another location for a chamber of commerce and business leaders to hold meetings and also in plans to invite students and faculty there. Prospective candidates for the mayor and police chief positions in Minko have one more day to file for the upcoming special election. As of late yesterday afternoon, the only candidate to file so far is acting mayor Susan Hollinsworth. She was named acting mayor following the resignation of previous mayor Keith McMullen back in June. Former police chief Joshua Fletcher also resigned, but no candidates have yet to file for that post as of late yesterday. Now, Hollinsworth has been serving on the Minko Council for about 15 years. She's a lifelong Minko resident. Candidates do have to file their declarations of candidacy at the Grady County Election Board by the deadline at 5 o'clock this afternoon. The special election is set for September the 12th. After a three-year absence, the American Indian Expo returns to Anadarko today. The annual expo put on hold during the pandemic. The four-day event opens with a parade through downtown Anadarko at 10 o'clock this morning, and that'll be followed by activities at the County County Fairgrounds through Saturday. This marks the 88th anniversary of the first Indian Expo, which features ceremonies and cultures from the 15 Native American tribes in Oklahoma. There are a number of arts and crafts and food vendors, a carnival, there's a 5K run, lots more activities. And again, the expo runs through Saturday. You can see the American Indian Exposition 1935 Facebook page for more information. Checking energy prices, crude oil on the New York Mercantile Exchange, $81.37 a barrel. London-based Brent crude, $84.91. Natural gas is $2.56 per million BTUs. Gold is $1,985 and silver is $24.42. Our weather forecast, another scorcher today, looking for a high of 104. And that's going to be the case through Saturday. And heat index values up around 110. And the Weather Service has posted heat advisories once again for today and tomorrow afternoon and evening. Right now, it's fair 79 in Chickasha. It's seven and a half minutes after seven o'clock. Cool 105.5 Sports next. Hey neighbor, you've got locks on your doors, but what's the status of your digital security? Let our bankers at the First National Bank and Trust Company introduce you to six important services to protect you from data thieves. Drop by and let us tell you about them, including free services like SecureLock, which lets you get instant notifications every time your card is used. This gives you priceless peace of mind about activity on your debit card. The First National Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC. In sports, the Oklahoma City Spark get a walk-off win and an exciting 6-5 victory over the Texas Smoke in the opener of a critical three-game home series at Hall of Fame Stadium. Texas attacked early, scoring three runs in the first inning, and the Spark would score single runs in the third through the sixth frames to forge a 4-3 lead. But Texas went ahead with two runs in the top of the seventh, and with two out and two on in the bottom of the seventh, 
Lindsey Elam drove in the game-tying run with an RBI single, and that was immediately followed by Yvonne Whaley's walk-off RBI single for the win. The victory moves the spark to within two games of the league-leading smoke, with five games left in the regular season, all five of the goes through games with the smoke. Game two tonight in Oklahoma City. The Oklahoma City Dodgers dropped the opening game of their six-game home series to the Round Rock Express 4-2 at the Breakdown Ballpark last night. The Express had lost seven straight prior to that contest. Now, the series will continue through Sunday in Oklahoma City. The Express lead the PCL West standings with an 18-10 record for the second half of the season. That's one game ahead of second place Albuquerque and three games ahead of the Express in third place. And the U.S. women's national soccer team advances to the knockout round of the World Cup. That's despite a scoreless tie with its match against Portugal last night. The U.S. finishes runner-up in Group E and will go on to face Sweden in the round of 16 of the World Cup on Sunday. Our cool news, weather, and sports this morning brought to you by the First National Bank and Trust, the Chickasha Vision Center, and Severe Funeral Home, Chickasha and Tuttle.